Well, Jack, did you watch The Bodyguard last week? I did, Simon. I did. I was actually pleasantly surprised by your recommendation. It's good, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was good. Romantic thriller, mm-hmm. psycho thriller, action. Yeah, I think well, tick, all ticked all genres. Those boxes. All those genres were ticked. Good acting. And I have to say, I was sorry. Um, I gave you tough information last week because Frank... Yeah. Doesn't dry, doesn't die. I was getting all geared up for it. I was, I I was know, warming to I the know. character throughout the movie and thinking, oh, please don't die. The Why problem, did you tell the me that? The problem was, I saw it twenty years ago with my sisters, and I thought he died at the end because that's why I saw things. If I <laughs> and <laughs> I, yeah. makes more sense if he died. Anyway, uh, it would have made it more sense, but he doesn't. To introduce our colleague, our podcasting assistant. Yes, our special guest for today. The one and only Roman McKenzie. Hello, Roman. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey. Thanks for picking a film that was, you know, nice and before my time. <laughs> Did you like it, Roman? Did you watch it? It was good. It was a nice throwback. Would I... you agree that it's kind of got all genres? It's romantic, action, psycho-thriller, suspense. Yeah, I think so. Very much. <laughs> I don't think Kevin Costner is my ideal of an action star, but... No, he's bad. pretty good and was the whole process. Anyway, do you want to do us a favour and count us in, Roman? Three, two, one, take it away. <laughs> that was good. Welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is aimed for managers and business owners and intends to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is our Law Behind the Headlines movie, where we wreck the films you love. Um, each week we pick a film and watch it. We have a podcast as a short and snappy film review particular focus on any topical employment law issues arising from the plot. Um, and this week, as you know, we've picked The Bodyguard, starring Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. As it was a great film choice by me last week, wasn't your, it? Yeah, it was. It was your pick, Simon, and I am definitely happy with it. I was glad I played, paid £3.50 to Amazon Prime to, <laughs> to watch that. And we're asked the question today is whether or not um, Frank Farmer, Kevin, was employed as an employee a worker or a self-employed contractor by Whitney. So let's do the normal thing, kind of, let's do the brief plot in a sentence. Do you want to go, Roman, with your first um, podcasting debut to kind of the, the brief plot in one sentence? On you go, Roman. It's an honour. Thank you, Simon. Um, a former Secret Service agent takes on the job of bodyguard to a singer whose lifestyle is very different from a president's. He falls in love and he gets shot. <laughs> that was very good, wasn't it? Couldn't say it better. So the background is um, this film stars Whitney and she stars as Rachel Marin, who is being stalked. Um, her house and grounds are insecure and her staff are untrained in security. Frank Farmer. Rubbish name. Yeah. Rubbish double, name. Double Frank F. Farmer. You know yeah, I mean? it doesn't, it's not a very hard sounding no. name. But anyway, Kevin Costner is engaged to protect Rachel. Although Rachel initially resents Frank, he does ultimately save her from a crowd surfing experience gone wrong. They then go on a date together, they sleep together, and then Frank tells Rachel that he can't protect you like this. Rachel again goes all cool on Frank. It transpires that Rachel's sister hired an assassin to kill Rachel. Rachel's sister is shot. Then it transpires that Frank's ex-colleague is the assassin. Yeah, I didn't get that. I tried to guess when you told me to try and guess who the killer was. I, that, that was way off the mark. I have to say, with the WhatsApp, didn't be the WhatsApp group, and Roman guessed pretty quickly, didn't you, Roman? I guessed on a second scene. I thought <laughs> there must be more than two security guards 
in the entire country. <laughs> anyway, so yes, the Oscar night, um, and Rachel presented with the Best Actress Award, and she was on stage, and Frank jumps in to save her, um, and again, at the end, Frank gets shot. The human but, shield. But, but survives. Today's question answers whether or not Frank was engaged, a self-employed contractor, or whether he was a worker, or whether he was an employee of Rachel Marin. The test for doing this involves a balancing act for the following factors. Control, mutuality of obligation, whether he was in business on his own account, did he have the right to send a substitute, the basis of payment, integration into the engager's business, and the number and length of engagement. It's a great summary, Roman, from you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> okay, let's do these factors, shall we, in, in turn. So first of all, number and length of engagement. So again, we see um, this character called Cy Spector, who's Rachel Marin's, I think, publicist, agent. Mm. Was this the guy that was, was he in Spandau Ballet? That's right. Cy is sucking a lollipop, which is strange, isn't it? Yeah, that's who I thought the killer was, but I was wildly off the mark. Anyway, so Cy says to Frank, you were with Secret Service... And Frank says, two years with Carter, four with Reagan. Cy says, Reagan was shot. And Frank says, not on my shift. So the background here that Frank was an employee of the Secret Service. And then walks um, Ponytail Guy. Who that's the start, is, isn't it? Yeah, that's right at the start. The Ponytail Guy says, Frank, I'd like you to stay. And Frank says, I'm no good in a permanent position. My feet go to sleep. So again, it said that can potentially what Frank is at the start self-employed contractor. Um, as I say, he's doing a number of short-term engagements um, with Ponytail Guy. Um, and again, he says to Ponytail Guy, I don't want the job, therefore I want to get another job. So again, it's set up actually, um, Frank is self-employed um, with his next um, engager. Mm-hmm. What about then, and the, the basis of payments, one of the factors as well that Roman mentioned here, and what happens here is Devaney, who's that's he? A, that's Bill. That's Bill. It? Okay, so Devaney says, you're turning down 2,000 bucks a week. So you're saying that you won't protect Rachel Marin just because she's in show business. And he says, I don't do celebrities. But you're the best. There's a thing. He says, if I take it, I'll take three grand a week. Yeah. So again, he's obviously wishing up the way, saying, okay, two grand, no. I'll do it for three grand a week. So again, he's mm. got pretty much a kind of a self-employed contractor's mindset, doesn't he? Yeah, sort of setting his own rates kind of points towards being business of his own account, to me anyway. Mm-hmm. And again, I suppose if he does own tax and national insurance, and potentially that's more akin to being a, a potentially a, a self-employed contractor. Next, the test of control. What's your view, Roman? Well, at the first meeting, Rachel has a list of requests mm-hmm. where she says, I will not allow Fletcher to be affected by this. Fletcher is her son in the film. Cy tells Frank, we have to tell Fletcher that you've got some other function, okay? And Rachel then says, I don't want him to think that he's in prison either, so the grounds in the house must not be altered in any way. He should even he should not even be aware that you're here. So again, the first 25 minutes of the film, I kind of were thinking, Rachel's an idiot, you know what I mean? She's got a decrepit old um, buzzer system, mm-hmm. you know, the staff look ridiculous. And then she sings, Mamma Mia is great. Anyway, so what's the test of control then, Roman? Well, this factor looks at the degree of control over the consultant, so Frank, providing the service. The higher the degree of control, the more likely the person is to be an employee. The HMRC test makes reference to control over what work is done, where it is done, and when it is done. Uh, the case of ready-mix concrete against Minister of Pensions states, 
All these aspects of control must be considered in deciding whether the right exists in a sufficient degree to make one party the master and the other his servant. Frank does pull the controller back a little bit when he is watching Rachel shop, where he says, I'm here to keep you alive, not shop. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not, he's not a fan of the old shopping there, the good Frank. So again, what do you think about control? Do you think that makes Frank more akin to a self-employed contractor or an employee? What's your view, Jack? I think it does feel like um, it does feel like um, Frank's got quite a lot of control, totally. as opposed to as opposed to Whitney Rachel. Yeah. It feels yeah. as though he sort of controls his own affairs. Um, Which may think he's more of an employee than a self-employed contractor in the fact that Frank controls his own affairs. He tells Rachel, you know, mm-hmm. list of requests you know, yeah. this kind of stuff. So again, I think there's some element of control which Frank exercises over um, Rachel. So I think there's potentially, you know, another army. She, he could be an employee at this point here, couldn't he? Could be, could be. And the next test is mutuality obligation. So again, we'll talk about the fact that, you know, it's an exchange between um, Rachel and Frank, Jack, isn't there? Yeah, so it goes as follows. Rachel, are you ready to die for me? Frank, it's the job. Rachel, and you'd do it. Frank nods. Rachel, why? Frank, because I can't sing. Again, that's on their first date, isn't it? Remember that? The yeah. worst first date ever where Frank takes her to a samurai film mm-hmm. in a country and western dive bar. His conversation is rubbish. He talks about the fact that he lost the first true love. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so again, the worst date ever. In any case, that's in the date. And again, it goes on. And um, yeah, so potentially, what about that? Is there... Michelle, the obligation for, for between Rachel and Frank, would you say, Jack, at this point? I'm not sure. I mean, Rachel says that I'll do what I want when I want. Besides, I'm tired of hanging around a bunch of deadbeats. One more time and I'm gone. So that's kind of Frank setting the terms a wee bit there, mm-hmm. saying that, you know, it'll be me that goes. But Rachel says, you remember something, Farmer, you work here, you work for me. So that's, that feels like she's exerting some control over him as well. Totally. Again, I suppose that Rachel is a, I suppose she's giving him work, Frank work, continually he's required to do the work for Rachel too so that would be more akin to having a mutual obligation potentially between the two of them um, unlike a self-employed contractor or zero's contractors um, Frank's more akin I think to an employee under this factor mm-hmm. so he's there he's there all the time isn't he Does, do, I don't see any evidence that he works for any other people no no or any other clients so again he's more akin to I think a, an employee at this point here given the mutual yeah. obligation test what's your view Roman yeah, it seems like it, especially the living arrangement, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next factor is, is he in business on his own account? So Frank says here, I'm through, Bill. I said I'm through. I'll get back to LA and that's it. The people who hire me, they don't have to be convinced to save their own lives. Call me when she's ready to leave. Okay, what's your view on that factor there, Roman? I think in that case, Frank's identifying the fact that it's usually people who hire him to do a job. Uh, when he says that they don't have to be convinced to save their lives. So again, in this case, Frank's likely in business on his own account. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So again, we're seeing kind of employee, some factors, self-employed, other factors. So again, it's a it's a, a, a mixing kind of um, situation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The next factor is integration into Rachel's business. So that's quite an interesting one, isn't it? Because you, the guy who I think is referred not by me but in the film he's referred to as the cocky black chauffeur mm-hmm. Frank kind of trains him up and takes him under his wing totally, um, totally. and he also has a flight um, sorry a fight in Rachel's kitchen with Tony 
That was a good scene, wasn't it, Roman? It was a good scene. Not dissimilar to my first day on the employment team. <laughs> <laughs> and again, kind of this kind of crazy fight in the kitchen, don't they? And kind of it's a glass fight. Frank throws Tony across the counter, and you know, then he picks up a knife, and then you know, Frank throws a knife at Tony. It's and the ending epic. line is Roman. I don't want to talk about this again. Should <laughs> <laughs> kill a line, wasn't it? Kill a line. Total put down by Frank, who's just won the scrap. And again, Frank goes on a date with Rachel too. Um, and again, you know, Rachel makes this kind of coy approach to Frank saying, I've got a problem. I'd like to go out in the evening with a guy, you know, on a date, but I can't go out with you present, you know. Um, how's about you ask me a date? So how could she, How could he just say no to that, you know, that, that proposition, you know what I mean? Well, that's kind of... Rachel um, exerting the control over Frank, totally. making the poor guy who's a bit like me and obviously doesn't do the dancing. <laughs> Is that true, Jack? <laughs> What's your view, Roman? Does Jack do the dancing? I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> um, and then, of course, lastly, before Rachel's sister sadly goes and gets herself murdered um, by the murderer she's hired, Frank tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel Murren says, it wasn't what he said, it was the way he said it. Frank says, I need you. I'm afraid. Please protect me. I will do whatever you say. No more sigh. Give Dexter and Tony a vacation. So again, I suppose that Frank reorganises um, Rachel's existing staff, doesn't he? Um, Organises her existing security arrangements. So again, that's potentially more akin to having integration to employer's business, Jack. Yeah, again, it feels like he's acting as the the overall gaffer and and sort of reorganising the team, which you you probably wouldn't expect a self-employed contractor to to do that. No, no, no. To have that kind of management. And last fact, Roman, is what? The right to send a substitute. Okay. So after Frank and Rachel sleep together, there is an exchange in the morning. Frank says, Rachel, I don't want to, to get confused about what I'm doing here. You pay me to protect you. That's what I do. I want to keep it straight in my head what job I'm doing. I'm sorry, this is my fault. I got involved with my client. I made a mistake. Rachel says, your client? Your client? (laughs) She's attracted to me. Oh, Christ, I told you why. I can't protect you like this. I don't believe it. Well, you can live with it or you can fire me. But I can't. Feck you. (laughs) Is that fair? Anyway, so the point there, I think, is the fact that potentially um, they sleep together and, again, they have exchange in the morning, which is pretty um, fiery, isn't it? Pretty fiery, and it's pretty clear that Frank couldn't send a substitute to do the work. How could he? How could he? How How could could he? he? Exactly. So that makes it more akin to employment. Okay, Um, so what facts should we consider today? So consider these factors. Some factors suggest that um, Frank's self-employed, like... Um, the number and length of engagement, basis of payment, um, admission on his account. Um, other factors make Achilles more, more like a, an employee, Jack. Yeah, yeah. The the control that he's subject to, um, you know, he's subject to a fair amount of control by Rachel. He lives on site in the premises, which is a kind of more more of an employee kind of situation there and there's clearly mutuality of obligations she's got to give him work to do yeah. and he's got to turn up personally to do it so I think he's probably on balance an employee and again the right to send a substitute that is really important I think to factor into whether or not the person's an employee self-employed contract I think the fact Frank can't send a subby to replace him mm-hmm. that makes him more akin I think to an employee yeah. or even a worker potentially how can you replace Frank though he's, irreplace- he's irreplaceable is he though is he He's wooden, I think. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> a terrible spot, actor. Did, yeah. Did you spot the sexist comment, by the way, in the 
in the movie. No, enlighten me, Jack. So at the Oscars, the, the, the scene where the shooting takes place, the yes. guy who's the host of yes. the Oscars, yes. I can't remember his name, um, but the Oscar host makes a sexist comment. That couple won best sound, and then the female, it's a female and another person who won it. Did you ever see a woman who worked on sound that looked like that? She must have been the boom girl. Or the bada bing bada boom girl. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> when was the film made? 1999, was it? 1992? A long time ago. Anyway, a long time it? ago. But anyway, that was the only sort of reference I thought was a bit inappropriate. <laughs> so with that, we are done. No time to discuss the following things, do we, Jack? Yeah, we didn't have time to discuss the women in reception. I've been watching you all night from across the room. Why don't you go back there and keep watching with Frank's <laughs> uh, witty retorts? The best line in the film. Mommy Fletcher? No, no, remember that? Yeah. Mommy Fletcher? No, no. The best line in the entire film, I think. Or the very awkward freeze frame of Kevin Costner's face at the end of the movie. Um. <laughs> Do it's time to kind of discuss the the crowd surfing, which she does. Remember, mm-hmm. she says, Queen of the night, Queen of the night, oh yeah. You're laughing, but again, it's strange because Frank assaults the guests, spray yeah. foams the guests to... Remember, he takes her back and tucks her into her bed with the crazy dolls as well. It's just, a, it's just a tapestry of odd behaviour by the good Frank, I think. Okay, so takeaway tips. Um, tip number one is basically don't sleep with your uh, contract. No, the tip one, <laughs> one is um, if you engage self-employed contractors, be careful not to exercise so much control over them as to make them as an employee. Tip good. two. Tip two, think about how integrated the so-called self-employed person is into your business. Mm-hmm. You've got to treat them differently from other employees and probably they shouldn't attend things like Christmas parties and such like. Good. And third tip, Roman? Utilise the HMRC CEST status checker, which gives a non-binding but good steer on the likely status of the person. Great stuff. Okay, marks the 10th for that film. What would you say, Jack? What's your mark of 10 for that great film which I picked last week? I'm an honest guy. For me, it's a six. Six? Six. You gave Bridget Jones um, 8.5. It was a good movie. Fine. <laughs> Roman, what's your mark out of 10 for this film? I think it's got to be a five. Mamma mia! Kevin Costner doesn't sell it as an action star and I don't see the relationship between them. No chemistry. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to say that gets 8.5, same as I gave Bridget Jones's Diary and Love Actually. Okay, that was my choice. Okay, JB, what is your choice for next week's film of choice? Next week, I am going to urge the listeners to watch Filth. What film's that? Filth is, I'm pretty sure it's based on a novel by Irving Welsh. Not train spotting. Same guy who did You can do your impression like, your business is my pleasure. <laughs> I'll say again, Jack. <laughs> We're not going to be doing any impressions. Maybe next week. But Filth is basically one of that guy's novels and it stars a Scottish actor, James McAvoy. <laughs> okay, that was that. Okay, Roman, do you want to give listeners your Twitter handle? It is at Employer Roman. Do you want to spell that? E M P L A W Y E R Yes Roman <laughs> Well done Roman Good job Right cheers and cheerio Cheers guys Cheers, cheers Roman thanks.